0: This is J.H.E. Ministries Hardline, where we take a hard line on Christianity. Today we're going to be talking about dying to self. A.W. Tozer once said, In every Christian's heart, there is a cross and a throne, and the Christian is on the throne till he puts himself on the cross. If he refuses the cross, he remains on the throne. Perhaps this at the bottom of backsliding and worldliness among gospel believers today. We want to be saved, but we insist that Christ do all the dying. No cross for us, no dethronement, no dying. We remain king within the little kingdom of man's soul, and wear our tinsel crown with all the pride of a Caesar, but we doom ourselves to shadows and weaknesses and spiritual sterility. That is my cross to bear. Growing up, I would hear this statement a lot, especially around church settings. But What exactly does it mean? In the book of Matthew, Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Bearing your cross means dying to oneself. Now, Jesus wasn't speaking of an individual's personal problem or obstacle. In ancient biblical times, to bear your cross meant a person was walking to his death. Bearing your cross means dying to self laying aside your personal goals and your desires and your ambitions so that God can reveal his desires, his ambitions, and his goals for your life. In essence, it is living life as it was meant to be lived in the will of God. Many people will use the expression, we all have our cross to bear, but our cross to bear is not whatever we find difficult in life. The cross to bear is the same for everyone. It is dying to self. What does it mean to deny yourself and how do you do it? Well, to die to self is to set aside what we want in this moment and focus instead on loving God with everything we've got and valuing others as highly as we value ourselves. This moves us away from self-centeredness and opening our hearts to love not ourselves, but to love Christ and to love others. It draws us closer into a relationship with Him, which lead to a rich and satisfying life that can't be achieved on our own and on our own self-desires and needs. It makes us open and able to listen and pay attention to the concerns and the interests and the needs of other people. Dying to self means resisting the temptation to do what everyone else is doing when you know it is wrong. Dying to self means forgiving instead of harboring a grudge. Dying to self means turning off the TV and picking up the Bible. Dying to self means praying when you'd rather be sleeping. In fact, Jesus would get up early to pray to God instead of giving in to sleep. Dying to self means swallowing your pride and telling someone about Jesus Christ. Dying to self means doing what God wants you to do rather than doing what you want to do. Dying to self means putting others ahead of yourself. It's being there for others, whether that is for moral support or comfort. Paul was a tent maker by trade and when Paul received his divine calling directly from Christ, he would have never had to work as a tent maker because the people were to provide for all of his needs. Paul had a divine right for others to provide his living. But he chose not to be a burden to others. He died to self for the sake of others. And we are taught by example to think of others before yourself. We're living in a culture that is completely self-absorbed. This generation is the me generation. The me generation is a term referring to the baby boomers in the United States and the self-involved qualities, such as being immature and spoiled, that some people associate with it. A generation that is focused so heavily on self-fulfillment. Many will be selfish entering into marriages by asking things like, well, what's in it for me? What about my needs? And this leads down the road to one or both of them in the marriage saying, I'm no longer happy in this marriage and I need to find myself. It's opposite of the generation before during the Great Depression that learned values associated with self-sacrifice. They learned hard work, saving money, cherish family and community ties. They were loyal to institutions, religious faiths, and other common bonds. The me generation has abandoned those values and in large numbers. The world has become very selfish, and selfishness is glorifying yourself. It's me first. We have a generation of new fads, such as exercise and health, spirituality, such as New Age and Scientology, self help programs, and it goes on and on. But we live in a materialistic and throwaway society. Jesus described the dying to self process as part of following him. Now, Contrary to some beliefs, dying to self isn't bleak and it isn't terrible. As we die to self, we no longer try to get our own way or try to get people to look up to us. We stop trying to be the center of attention. We stop looking for the false gratification of others that never lasts. We stop constantly looking for that 15 minutes of fame or that rock star lifestyle. We stop with our attitude of self importance and thinking that we always know better than others. We let go of trying to make a good impression on others. We find freedom from a self focused life, which We mostly spend our lives trying to get, always wanting more and having more. We are kept in a constant unrest and hunger by craving after our own selfish desires. When we die to self, we're no longer obsessed with self. We start to rely on God more in everything, including the small things. When you die to self, you discover that you find life and a relationship that you've always wanted and longed for with God. There was a man by the name of Craig, and Craig was a man who gives an example of thinking of others before himself. Craig was a caretaker of his home church for 30 years. He took care of the grounds and did a lot of work inside the church. He was faithful and he never missed a Sunday. I remember a story of a lady who came looking for a church and one Sunday she came to that church and she said that when she walked in after never being there before, the first person she met was Craig. She said he welcomed her with a big smile and a hello that right away made her glad that she had come. She said she didn't know him, but She said after he knew my name, he knew my family. He made me feel welcomed right away because he did know my family. He knew who I was married to. And she said she felt like she truly belonged. Now Craig passed away and went home to heaven after a long nine-year battle with cancer. But it wasn't until after his death that it was discovered that he had had his own Bible ministry. Nobody knew about this about him, he would find people who didn't have Bibles, and out of his own pocket, he would buy Bibles, and he shared the word with people, and even presented them with their own Bibles to read. See, Craig knew about dying to self that many will never know. He never counted the financial cost to himself of all the Bibles and whatnot, but to make sure someone had a Bible and a friend was what he did. Now, sometimes people mistake dying to self for death of self, but self-denial is not self-rejection. God treasures your divinely created self and encourages the part of you that is unique. God works within you and reshapes you into the person that you're meant to be. You're no longer selfish with what you own. You're not concerned about how circumstances will affect only you, and you're not jealous or upset when others seem to get what you want. There is only one cure for selfishness, and it's this, unselfishness. The Bible tells us don't be selfish. Don't live to make a good impression on others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourself. Don't think only about your own affairs but be interested in others too, and what they're doing. Your attitude should be the same that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not demand and cling to his right as God. He made himself nothing. He took the humble position of a slave and appeared in human form here on earth. And in human form, he obediently humbled himself even further by dying a criminal's death on a cross. How do we die to self? Well, we start simple. We start small, but keep it in mind that there are more significant challenges that lie ahead. Start by asking God how you can deny yourself a little bit every day. It's our self-love versus our sinful nature. And it can be as simple as being there for someone. My mother had to go to the emergency room and ended up being hospitalized for about a week and I'd made the choice to spend the nights with her in her hospital to be with her and some of the hospital staff was so surprised of me wanting to be there for her in her time of sickness. Well sure, sleeping in a chair wasn't comfortable as being in my own bed and being home would have allowed me all the comforts of home and allowed me to focus on my projects more but To me, it was more important to me to put some of my comfort aside so that I could be able to spend time with her, giving her comfort, giving her support to help her through a difficult time that she was going through. In our self-centered, materialistic culture, dying to self can even be as simple as not indulging in too many sweets or junk foods that's harmful to you, or not having the latest phone just because it is the latest phone with your when your current one is just fine. Not having to get a different house every so many years because it's fancier or more expensive, giving you the envy of your neighborhood or putting you in a higher social class. As you follow through with these choices, watch how God meets your needs and enriches your life. You forget about The food, as you engage someone in conversation, you find that someone else sticks up for you. You're relieved you don't have to struggle to learn how to use a new phone, mortgage payments. These daily things you do train you to be selfless in small ways so that when we find ourselves in bigger struggles, we are more easily self-bench, we more easily bench self-focused desires and think about others instead. Now, the Bible makes it clear that it is not a lack of love for oneself that causes problems in society. It is the obsession with self. Now, this love of self is one of the signs of the times, which will and does lead to a great deal of other problems. The greatest barrier to discovering all that God has done for us in our preoccupation with self. We have become a self-obsessed society, and this goes against the belief in secular society. In God's kingdom, you must consider yourself last before God will grace you with spiritual glory. You must come to the end of self before you begin to live. The simple truth is that our old self is dead, it's buried, it's gone, and we as believers are a new self. We are joined to Christ forever, and that's a mighty long time, folks. Of course, we are still learning, we're growing, experiencing the renewing of mind, we still choose to entertain fleshly or worldly thoughts at times, but the sources of those thoughts are from Satan. Make no mistake about that. If you want to be a disciple, then you must love God more than anyone or anything else. You must deny yourself and you must take up the cross and follow Jesus. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? That scripture comes to us from Matthew chapter 16, the words of Jesus. Jesus here is speaking of salvation. Jesus bared his cross all the way to Calvary to die. And he did that for you. And he did that for me. Christ died for our salvation. If we want to follow him, we have to follow him into death. Death of our current life and find a new one. This is exactly what happens to us at salvation. At salvation, we follow Jesus into death, burial, and resurrection. But if we reject the gospel message, then we remain dead in our sins, and ultimately, we lose everything. This is what Jesus means by forfeit his soul. This is clearly about salvation itself, not a need to continually die after salvation. The life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. When you die to yourself and take up the cross, you will experience joy in an overflowing life. My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians chapter 2. When we choose to place our faith in Christ, it's because we have come to the realization that life in the world doesn't fulfill us. We recognize that we need life in Christ instead. At that moment, in order to be spiritually reborn, we must first die. In dying to self, we find genuine life by depending on God, who provides much more than we can imagine. The life that we find by dying to self and the fruit we bear is not only living a richer life with God, but also becoming more generous to others, reaching out to them with love and joy. Amen. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in next time. God bless, and keep living Christian strong.